Welcome to Below the Waterline, the podcast channel of the iceberg presented by the Joint Meetings Industry Council. Are PCOs the hod carriers of business events or strategic partners in delivering legacies beyond the boundaries of the physical event? Where do PCOs sit in the value chain? Well, at the ECM Summer School, the iceberg met key faculty and IAPCO member, Sissy Lignu, Chief Executive of Affair Travel and Congress Services. And I started by asking Sissy what role she was playing at this leading educational event. I'm here to speak about the role of the PCO in the value chain of meetings and uh, what the PCO can do in order to first bring a meeting to a destination and then organize it. So I'm here to show that PCOs and especially IAPCO PCOs are the ones who can drive the bidding process and the complete procedure of bringing an event to a destination and have the key role in the organization of, a, of an event as they have to connect with all stakeholders of the destination to make it happen. And I'm also here to bring to the audience the message that this is all a matter of collaboration and that the PCO, the IAPCO PCO, provides quality and can be a partner for every event. Let's go into why an IAPCO PCO is different from any other PCO. What are the differences? Well, IAPCO is a member-driven association with the aim to raise the standards of services amongst its members and does that by continuing education and interaction among its members. So IAPCO is a very strong player in the meetings industry in terms of education, knowledge, learning and networking. So in order to become an IAPCO PCO, we have to follow strict criteria and uh, follow specific procedures to that direction, uh, such as we have to give proof of at least 10 international meetings, five of which are more than 400 people. Um, IAPCO committees come and control us in our meetings. Um, There is a site inspection, an interview with our delegates and our clients, and we have to prove that we are providing quality to our client, to our international association, to our local society, and to our delegates. And as soon as we manage to enter, um, we remain in the association if we succeed in submitting quality assessments, we have to fill in specific checklists on an annual basis. We have to show that we follow the association's criteria for quality. And of course, we have to attend educational seminars of the society. How important, Sissy, uh, is compliance in the, in the context of the Pharma Code and the um, Sunshine Act? Compliance is a very important element in the everyday job of a professional congress organizer nowadays. The Sunshine Act and the Pharma Code, they adapt uh, according to the destination and the, and the type of the Congress. We have uh, Congresses which are funded by pharma industries, we have Congresses which are funded by equipment industries, so they are, there are two different codes that we have to follow. And the accredited PCO has a very good access to these measures, monitors them closely and can be actually the consultant to the professor, the academic the um, key opinion leader who likes to bring a Congress to his destination and does not have the time to read all these guidelines, does not have the time and does not really want, it's not his job to adapt to them. So it could be a full-time job. It is a full-time job for some of our events as we need to apply for FBI, UCOMED, national guidelines and many different policies and procedures. And it is an added value for the destination as it can use the strength of an accredited PCO 
to do exactly this job and knows exactly what the secrets are in compliance. It was interesting how Daniel was saying that um, there are certain circumstances where if you are bidding to take an event in the middle of the holiday season into Florida, don't be surprised if you get rejected. Well, this is one of the, of the elements in the compliance world that um, we cannot host events uh, at five-star hotels or resort hotels and venues unless if we prove that they are business destinations and business venues. And this happens in many, many cases, uh, and especially those where the event takes place in the capital city. So um, there are uh, many obstacles. Um, there are a lot of restrictions that we need to be monitoring very closely, such as um, no social events, no parties, no five-star, no luxury services. And the PCO, the accredited PCO's job is to take care of the event in such a way that it is a clean event approved by these associations so the industry can fund it and so that uh, it can have a successful outcome, scientific outcome. Talk to me about the importance of that word outcome in relation to the mission of the organization and the purpose of the event. The standard PCO services are nowadays a commodity, let's say, and the client really differentiates and selects a PCO on his ability to deliver other services as the meeting structure and format has changed, such as providing content, building strategy, turning the thought and the idea of the society to a vision, which then becomes a congress, which then leaves a legacy to the destination and to the scientific community. So education and learning outcome is key. And our job is to deliver the message in the best possible way. And we do that with uh, the close cooperation with the International Society and the local association, of course. Are you finding that destinations are much more selective about the events that they want that is aligned more to a development strategy rather than a tourism strategy? I find that the selection of destinations to become more a knowledge society than a travel society, than a tourist destination, is constantly growing and uh, destinations are uh, trying to find the talents of their area and the region and make them come forward as a tool, as a strength to bring a destination to their country and PCOs can enhance this effort as especially accredited PCOs have a very good access to the key opinion leaders of a local society or international society. They are their clients, they are our clients, so we can bring them together and convince them that this destination is ideal for your event, you can bid for it and we will be your supporter. So a PCO could well be right at the core of a city's development strategy working alongside ambassador programs. Exactly, the PCO can be the core player, not in all cases, but in many cases the PCO is the core player that brings together the local society, the international society, the city, the stakeholders, the ministries, brings them together to a team which works very intensively in bringing a, an event to the destination. It's like a puzzle and we need all pieces to make it happen and the PCO is driving that, is leading it. Because I'm so old, I remember <laughs> when there was a little bit of tension between convention bureaus and PCOs, you know, who owns the client? 
do you think that that tension has eased so that you are becoming more collaborative, you're working much more in alignment with each other? The tension between convention bureaus and PCOs has eased. I don't really think it exists anymore. We consider us ourselves as partners and we, we see the benefits of a collaboration and a win-win relationship. Tell me what UMS is and what he was talking about in regards to CME exchange, Europe, US, maybe Asia behind the curve. So UMS is the body that accredits the doctors, provides the key opinion leaders, the healthcare professionals through medical congresses, CME credits. They are necessary for their CV, they're necessary for their business and for their field. And in order to get CME credits, the Congress has to apply through a specific mechanism and provide all the important information about the Congress, mostly concentrating on the scientific part of the event. So the hours, the content, the topics, the speakers, many information that in most cases a reliable PCO applies into the system. So again, this is a full-time job for us as we have to monitor the changes uh, and, and changes in demands of UEMS. We have to apply for our client, wait for the procedure to be approved, get the CME credits, and at the end, present them to every delegate through their certificate, which they get from the Congress. It takes a lot of effort to, to provide information to all these systems. Um, FBR, UCOM, MedTech, it's called MedTech now, I said UCOMED, MedTech, UEMS, national societies for accreditation. We have national societies for accreditation. We have national guidelines which we have to follow. This is a very, very long-term process and the PCO, the professional PCO, the PCO that keeps the quality standards knows exactly how to handle, how to do the time management in order to deliver the result to the client which is the international society and all the national society. If I were a destination if I were, or I was a convention bureau on behalf of the destination, I would be saying, right, okay, these are the sectors, clusters we want to make our mayor happy or to make our, uh, our government ministries and policymakers happy because we're supporting the development strategy of the city. Given the complexity of bidding these days and the regulation and the compliance that involved, surely that plays in the hands of a of working, of collaboration with a PCO who has all those skills, is prepared to reinvest in maintaining its knowledge and understanding of those compliance issues, thus making the destination more competitive, not less competitive. So how important is that collaboration? When working with an accredited PCO, the country and the destination, the city can only win from the knowledge this organization has through its experience. Um, the guidelines and the, um, and the restrictions that apply for medical events uh, are constantly changing. An accredited PCO has a very good access and very good connection to the main associations related with these guidelines, knows how to monitor them, is responsible in providing all this information in their platforms if this is required. And so the destination can only benefit from collaborating with um, key player of this industry who knows exactly what the secrets are and what the destination has to show to the client in order to win the business because if we really present to the bid um, 
the strengths that we have as destination, the fact that we appreciate and we respect the guidelines. We do not present a venue that is not compliant. We do not present a social event that is not compliant. Then this can be an added value for every destination. And also, you're part of that growth strategy for that city or the social development strategy for that city. So you're all, you should all be sitting around the same table. That's the effort, actually. And um, this is why I believe that um, operating through associations such as IAPCO, such as National Association of PCOs, such as convention bureaus, creating synergies and working together on one table can only bring the best success. We have a lot of case studies showcasing exactly that success and um, it's only a win-win for everyone if we accept and respect each other's roles and try to get the values and the benefits from every role and the PCO can really coordinate this process as the job of the PCO is to organize, to coordinate, can be let's say a core player in the process of bidding for a, for a congress or preparing a congress. You know, not, not every association likes the concept of ambassador programs, but how important do you think ambassador programs are going to be going forward? If every destination, every, let's say, organization could really realize the value of um, using an ambassador or approaching an ambassador to bring an event to, to the city, the country, then we would have uh, a lot more wins in various cities. Um, Ambassadors are key for the success of um, bringing a Congress to a destination as this person has a vital role in this society, in the international society, represents the country's strength on the academic perspective and um, has the ability to um, convince the international client why we want you to be in our country because as a society we are, have given proof of our academic research. We have that number of live surgeries. We have that number of members. We have this knowledge to offer. So it's not just about the destination. The International Society wants to know what the strength of the local people are, as this can be uh, one tool for creating legacy. And providing access to great content. And that's why it's important that the international client uh, selects the right people to be on board for the local organizing committee because they are drafting the program together or vice versa with international society. They are putting out the content, they are putting out the message, they know exactly what is the value in their society and the members want to receive this information. So the ambassador's role is very, very strong on that perspective. I've got a couple of final questions for you, Sissy. As an industry, we call ourselves the meetings industry or business and professional events industry, um, and we have traditionally measured our value in tourism terms. Do you agree with that? We have started measuring the results. Uh, IAPCO is measuring, and the message that ECM brings forward, you can't manage what you can't measure, is key for me, as I think that numbers speak from, from, for themselves. So, for, a, for a example, IAPCO is measuring the economic impact, the number of meetings, the number of delegates, the contribution of a Congress to the local economy, to the country's economy, and what we 
cannot measure yet, but we see it happening, is the contribution to the knowledge community and the contribution to the legacy we leave to a destination and um, what the outcomes, how the outcomes of the Congress could be used in order to further enhance and promote the vision of the international society. Any funding, whether it's from European institutions or medical institutions to support that research requires the dissemination of the outcome of that research. And what a great way to demonstrate that you are sharing that knowledge by demonstrating your participation and sharing of that knowledge at the respective conferences. I'm sure many uh, IAPCO PCOs do follow this uh, strategy and this uh, practice, but of course IAPCO could drive such an initiative and this could have a very good impact on our knowledge community. I want to know a little bit about you. Where do you come from? And also, what is your favourite piece of music? So, I come from Greece. I was born in Athens. And I love music. I love dancing. I do it as a, as a hobby in my free time. So, right now, my favourite piece of music is Latin music, as this is the dancing um, classes class I follow. So, let's say Latin music. It's a rumba song. <laughs> Thank you.